Hello and welcome to another episode of Yo Did You See That Podcast, the show where we discuss weird, strange, and funny stories from around the world. I'm your host, Enid Webb, and I appreciate you for joining me on today's episode. Remember, if you enjoy the show, please like, rate, and review us on all major platforms where you get your podcast. So, so first and foremost, I want to apologize for taking so long to release a new episode. I was a little sick over the last week, so I wanted to make sure that I was right before I came back in and recorded. At any rate, this is a long episode. So I thought about cutting it into two episodes, but I was like, nah, let's just go ahead and knock it out. So let's get into it. All right, so I got a really good special guest uh, with me today. My man, Ants Rants. Uh, you guys probably have heard of him. Uh, if you're not, you should have heard of him. He's a really, really funny guy. He's going to help me uh, today discussing some of these crazy stories, specifically one in Florida that he is in Florida. So I, I thought it'd be good if we start off the show on that story. So, so uh, Ants Rants, tell the podcast people a little bit about yourself. Absolutely, man. Uh, let me just start again by saying thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Anthony, Anthony Starks. That's my my real name. Like, uh, I, I say Ants Rants because as a comedian, I like to talk a lot of, you know, I talk a lot of shit, right? So Ants rhymes with rants, and that's why I chose that, right? That's and I love it. I chose that. I yeah. love the name. That's why I keep saying it. I love it. <laughs> It's a, it's a fun name to say, uh, <laughs> you know, especially when there's a check behind it. But, um, yeah, so, and then I I was born in the Midwest. I was born in Indianapolis, uh, the, the the capital there, Indiana. And um, I, I fell in love with comedy at an early age. That That's kind of, actually, the thing is, is I started out as a, uh, I started out rapping, man. I started out doing uh, uh, records, producing hip-hop records and things like that. Okay. And then... When rappers started getting, you know, and I grew up in hip hop culture. That's what a lot of people think I'm from New York because of my dialect, the way I talk, things of that nature. People think I'm from New York. And I think what they're confusing, and I'm so glad I'm on your platform so I can share this with people. What you're hearing is not New York. You're hearing hip hop. You're hearing the culture <laughs> and the tone. So that you know I think, what I mean? I think you're right. right. I think I think the hip hop, like the slang is a culture. It's not New York. Like New York is probably right more mainstream of what people understand and hear, but it's not it, it's not the New York slang. It's the culture. Right, right. And and and, and, and I'm I'm here in Florida now. I've lived in Florida since since I was nine. Right. I'm 45 now. So I've lived in Florida since I was nine. So I'm I'm telling people I'm a Floridian. And I've heard it's it's more New Yorkers in Florida <laughs> than in New York. So <laughs> right. Well it's kind of like so, a gateway. Yeah. It's a gateway, right? There's so much diversity there. You're always going to get that diversity. Everybody's moving there because that's where you retire, right? That's where everybody wants to retire. Right. It's more sunny. That's where you retire. You come someplace sunny. And you also, you're also running from the law. I don't want to, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to misconstrue that or hide that. People come here because this is where you come to get away from the law. I don't know why, but it's like that out here. Uh, everybody comes to Florida. They say uh, you come here on vacation, you leave on probation. <laughs> um, so that's that's where <laughs> my start came from. And then um, 2018, I finally my mother always told me I should be a comedian. I should do comedy. You should do stand up and do stand up. Rappers aren't dying like like comedians aren't getting shot. Right. Rappers right. aren't dying. Uh, comedians aren't dying. And they're so getting slapped, 2018, though. they're getting slapped. Well, oh, they're getting slapped. They're getting slapped. You didn't say I shouldn't take some self-defense classes. Right. You just said I should have <laughs> They definitely getting slapped. Uh, and we can touch on that too if you want. I mean, that's kind of a, but like uh, no point intended to slapping a dead horse. But uh, right. uh but what's funny <laughs> is that uh, 
But what's funny is that, uh, like I said, I live in Nashville. Me and my wife, we, we're good in the comedy scene. We go to comedy shows all the time. We go to Zany's, which is um, a really famous comedy club. And D.L. Oh, Hughley yeah, came. Yeah, yeah. And okay. D.L. Hughley came, and uh, he had his own personal, like, after the slap heard around the world happened, like, he had his own security guard, like, sitting next to the stage, giving him drinks. And he wouldn't smile. He wouldn't laugh at any of the jokes he was just scanning the crowd making sure nothing crazy was going on. i had never seen anything like that that was only after after the slap you know it's it's funny that you said that i i'm, I'm gonna shed some light on something for you man my, my son is 20 now right he's uh 20 now and he when he was like seven eight years old we were staying at the ritz carlton out here in in orlando florida we was at the ritz i, I and 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 I was chasing my son through the lobby of the Ritz. We was playing tag because I was like, because I was like, ah, we're never going to be here again. This is way too expensive. I don't have, you know, I can afford to be here. Like I didn't, you know what I mean? Right. So I was like, why not play tag with my son? These big grand hallways. And I'm smoking my son because he's five, like he's seven. I'm fasting <laughs> him, right? So I'll, I, whatever, you know, teach them, teach them early, you know? So I'm smoking him and I'm right. looking behind me to see where he's at. I ran right into Dale Hughley. Wow. I physically what did ran he say? Into him. So, uh, excuse me, brother. <laughs> and like he had the dude with him. There was there was a big muscly dude with him, but he had the suit on, the hat leaning, and everything like the Zorro hat. Yeah, he probably the same dude. Bro, he was, and I think it it, it might have been a big old dude, right? Uh, he had a, this kind of mustache, man. And uh, yeah, like I kind of bumped into, I physically bumped into Dale Hughley, man. And that was like that's so funny because I think I'm the first light-skinned comedian to slap another comedian that you know what i mean i never really pushed the issue with mr hughley so that's why you said that that's right interesting. right but it's dangerous yeah. out here for the comedians now you you might not get shot but they they trying to stab him i mean they ran out the day Chappelle with a knife he got he got whooped up real quick we got to slap i mean it's dangerous out here for the comedian right now we got to remember that. So with regards to kind of like we have the freedom or the rights or the illusion of the freedom and the rights to say what we want to say, the one thing that we don't have or that we're not free from is, is the responsibility of what comes with that. You just got to be, you got to be Re on your P's and Q's, man. Yeah, you got to right. be on your P's and Q's about it. And you got to you gotta be willing to embrace that. Like you got to be willing to know that, yo, uh, the dude from I Am Legend could come up here and slap the shit out of me right Right, exactly. And that goes with that's just not comedian. That's that's everyday life. Like we can say we have freedom of speech in this country, but you're not freedom of responsibility about what you say. You have responsibility right. about what you say. So you can say right. what you want. Right. And, and, and we got a couple of stories we're gonna talk about that actually goes into that. So, so uh, it's interesting we rolled into that. But you can say what you want, but there's responsibilities to that. It's something coming behind it almost almost every time because every action has an equal and opposite reaction, right? So, yeah. 100%. So how long you been in the comedy? I've been doing comedy now since uh, I started pursuing it in 18 uh, and okay. then officially doing it like, like uh, you know, as much as I do it, uh, uh, I started doing 20. So I've been doing it now for about three years. Uh, the, okay. When 23 happens, uh, March 23, it'll be three years for me doing comedy. Uh, Is it hard? Like I, said, I got it to Nah, easiest thing I've ever done. Do it in my sleep. You do it in your sleep. No, I'm, I'm lying. It is absolutely. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Like it can be very hard. But like then again, it's something I'm passionate about, right? It's 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 it's. It, I I love it. So with my with my passion, you're not really doing the thing that you you know you're not really working, right? right the exactly. hard parts. 
I get excited about the hard stuff. The hard stuff turns me on and makes me go harder because it, it, it's like, all right, this is the, the grind I got to do. This is the dues I got to pay to get where I'm going. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's hard, man. But like, but it's not you know, like bodybuilders. Right. Right. Working. Bodybuilders. I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that because my wife is a, a musician and she travels for work. You know, she travels on tour and, and you know, it can be hard like to travel on tour and stuff like that. And I even ask her, like, is this, you know, is it hard? Like traveling and stuff, the in-between stuff is hard, but on stage doing that, what you love, it's different than say going to a nine to five. It's not working if you love it. Right, right, right. And, 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 and it is going to be hard because we're constantly making sacrifices and constantly making choices. So, I mean, like to get this, cause I'm constantly working. Uh, the, the, and again, like I said, the things that you think are hard about it are, 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 are the things that you go, okay, I, I good. It's supposed to be hard, right? It's supposed to be hard to reach out to all these promoters and bookers all over uh, the United States to constantly have to send emails and like, yo, I can send you a clip if you want to check it out. <laughs> you know what right, I mean? And that exactly. kind of thing. So there's a, there's a song and dance part that goes toward it. And, and, and your wife, like you said, she's a musician and she tours all over. Now, with something like that, it, 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 is she doing an independent hustle? Because for me, yep. I have a, like, yeah, so it, it is hella hard because you got to pay for that and make sure that you recoup. Exactly. Right? Yep. All that's independent. Like you, you book the tours. Right. You book the travel. Right. You all, you do all of it. So that part is like the hard or the tedious part, right? But that's the dues paying because eventually... These tours that she's booking, these gigs I'm booking, these promoters, they stop reaching out to us. They've they they've heard about us so much and they feel the work so much, they start reaching out to us. Now, yep. the next level is all right, who's gonna like who's gonna handle this part of the business for me? And who can I and that that's another level of hard, right? Because then who can I trust to to have my same vision? And and so like th but those things are that, hard. But other But once you see that success, then it gets, you know, that's the enjoyable part. Like then you're like, Dang, right. now I got now I gotta hire somebody to book this. Now I gotta hire somebody to do that. Yeah, that's work, but right. it's like then you see the success rolling in. You see that you have the ability to hire somebody now because you got so much work, you got so much business. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, it's hard, but I mean, like the hard is like the it, I, I just man, I love it, man. I love it. Like I just just nothing like it. I mean, if your wife's what 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 does she play? She's in uh, country music. Country music. Country, when she moved down to Nashville. Yeah, she's from Canada. She moved down to Nashville. Of course, for country music, man. So she's uh, great. She was just nominated for a CCMA, which is like the equivalent of country music, like the CMA Awards here. It's the equivalent in wow. Canada. She was just nominated. So she was nominated for album album of the year there. So that was exciting. Yeah, man. So wow. I definitely know the grind that you you got to go through. I see she has to do it as I know the, the independent grind is, man. So you got to love it. Oh, yeah. And, it, and you got to love Congratulations, man. Congratulations to you and the missus. That's beautiful, man. Yeah, I told that. my lady, you know, I, I told my lady, I said, hey, I'm going to do this podcast with my man. I met, he's really cool, reached out, we're going to do this thing. She said, yeah. I said, brother, brother he's, he's married to a Canadian country singer. <laughs> she said, <laughs> she said, a twin. Oh, yeah. Are you right. I, I, left, I forgot that part. You did say that. I said, yo, I said, I think, I said, I don't know, but I think he's married to Shania Twain. <laughs> 
<laughs> <laughs> Man, they ain't that far between. They ain't that far between. <laughs> I, told her, I, said, I said, Mom, we about to come up. I was like, if this episode blows up, hey, if I can get to her, if I if I can get to her following, that's great. She has a lot of followers. So if I can get if I can get the episode flowing on her followers, then we good. We then we both about to blow up. It's the grind, right? It's the work you put in, man. We're not doing it for, yeah, we know what comes with some of that stuff. So you mentioned something, and I know that you interviewing me, but you mentioned something about success, right? It's like you once you yep. get this certain level of success, this is something if I had a chance to like tell people, and, and you didn't ask me, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to share this with you. So when I started doing comedy, right, in 20, I, I stood on the stage at improv, and I did five minutes of the worst comedy you could ever imagine in your entire life. It was horrible. <laughs> right okay. but when i when i did it i'm on stage there's 300 people in there people are screaming it's a good time when we get done and i realized like yo i made it like i successfully did what i'm supposed to do so when i look at like success the moment that you set up your mics and, and you, you got your sound right podcast the moment you did that and you achieved that and you and you and you made it happen you 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 were successful Right. You, you've achieved success. And that's that's something that I think is 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 is, is measurable and should be noted. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. And it is hard, but I'm enjoying it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying meeting people like you and, you know, just continuing, man. Oh, thank you. Likewise, man. And I guess I was just trying to say it's the measurable. Like 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 people, they look at like, oh, well, I don't have this. So I'm not successful. I'm not sitting next to like Beyonce. So I'm not successful. Uh, You know, you know, Dave Chappelle or. Uh, uh, Bill Burr is not, you know, when I get to that place, that's success. Nah, man, success is like when you can take your talent is, what your calling is, what what your higher power uh, has shown you or what you believe to be true, and then you like can manifest that in real life. And when you can do that, man, I think that you've achieved success. Uh, and so I just want to kind of put that out there, like let people know that, hey, this is what you measure success on, bro. If you, you, you're getting to something, then you need to like, just focus and get to it. The monies and all the other stuff that's built around that, that that will come later. Like that will absolutely come. All you got to do is stay the course, man. Stay true to your vision. I appreciate the message. I'm 100% behind you, man. A thousand percent behind you. A lot of people say beauty is in the eye of the, of the beholder, but really success is in the eye of the beholder, right? It's what you absolutely. behold to be successful. So whatever you do, whether you, you know, some more gas in your gas tank, whether you pay that electric bill, that's success. You know what I mean? So so I, I feel you on that. Mm-hmm. If you if you didn't have a crib and then you went from like not having a crib to now you got an apartment, because what you had was the first and the deposit. And that moment, and it's bare ass empty in there, right? Exactly. Whether the message is, is given to you know one person or a hundred people, you know, that's sure. that's the message that needs to be out. So I appreciate that. So with that said, man, let's jump into these stories here. I'm going to go ahead and get this first one started. All right, let's go. First up at five, a self-proclaimed professional arsonist is under arrest, accused of targeting the Hernando County Sheriff's Office. This is 48-year-old Anthony Tarduno, and he's charged, as you saw in that video, with setting one of their patrol cars on fire as it was parked in an apartment complex. Deputies say the man used garbage and a lighter to nearly total the sheriff's office vehicle. Why? Because it was there. The white, green, and yellow was overcome by orange. I mean, it could have been 
catastrophic. Thankfully, no one was burned. Hernando deputies say at 5 p.m. Wednesday at the Northcliff apartment complex in Spring Hill, the back passenger side of this patrol SUV burst into flames thanks to a lighter and a bag of garbage taken from a dumpster. After firefighters put it out, deputies say Anthony Tarduno walked up and admitted it was him. Yeah, I'm the one who did that. I set that car on fire. Um, he went on to say that he was a professional arsonist. The first thought deputies had was that he was targeting them or their equipment. But Tarduno said he was walking back from a bar when he was inspired, for some reason, to light a car, any car, on fire. All right, so we just heard the, the, the news report there on, on this story. This was interesting. This was, this was made for you because this is Florida. So what is it about Florida with these crazy? I mean, I'll probably say 65% of my stories come from Florida. Like, wh what is it about Florida and these people? Is it because people come to Florida? Are these born and bred in Florida? I mean, what's going on down there? All right. So yeah, everybody asks these questions, and, and that's how and I thank God that I'm from this state. I, I love Florida, but I don't mind representing and telling you what it is. Here's the first thing. Let's look at it from where it is. Florida, it's it's really too cold anywhere else. Like the climate, the weather is really <laughs> right. too bad anywhere else to go outside and do stupid shit. Like Florida is one of the only places where at Christmas, if it's if you know it could be eighty three degrees, if you got no presents for your kids, you can go to the beach with them. Right, right. They can enjoy that. So like, right. So Florida has this this unique climate that allows you to be outside damn near constantly. And I think that I think that I think that that contributes like in some places it's just too cold to do stuff like that. Um, you know what I mean? So that's the first thing. The second thing is, is like it's Florida, man. Everybody comes here from everybody, everywhere else. You we just talked about that. Florida man is not necessarily from Florida. Usually he's from like, I hate to say it, but usually he's from like New York. Usually he's from like <laughs> right. one of these other states, man, because they all you come here. Because your your people retired and made it here, and then you you know you probably didn't have your shit together, so you had to go move in with mom and dad in Florida. And next thing you know, you you out here in <laughs> doing Florida man shit, doing yeah, Florida man streets, man. I know a dude. That, that, that's a good I point. Know what, I know, and when I say I know the dude, I mean I know a dude that tried to rob a Wendy's with an alligator. <laughs> that, that's the Florida up. man shit. That's a good point. You can't do that. Uh, you can't. You can't do that. You can't do that no. in Nashville. Hell no. Where are you going to get that one here from? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's a good point, man, because I've definitely heard that. Like, everybody asked the question, like, why is Florida like this? Man, that's a good point where we don't even think about, like, the amount of people that move to Florida. Like, these people might not even be from Florida doing this stuff. They could be from Texas. They could be from Iowa. They could be from California. Right. Like, you just right. getting, Florida's just, just getting credit. all the crazy people. We get all the credit for right. it. And it's, we, exactly. get, we get all the crazy people. That's exactly right, why that, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right, so <laughs> so let's get into the story, man. So so multiple uh, nine one one calls came in after residents in an apartment complex saw a car on fire, but didn't notice that it was a cop. After the fire was uh, extinguished, the rear passenger seat of the patrol car near the gas tank had been severely damaged after an investigation, and the cops found out quickly that it was like someone purposely put it on fire. Someone threw garbage. Uh, the cop car gas tank and purposely uh, set the car on fire. So during during this investigation, Anthony Thomas Carduno Carduno can't I can't say names. Yeah, Carduno came no, back. No, that's to the Carduno. Scene. I, yeah, <laughs> you said it like you knew. 
<laughs> we'll get into it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anthony Thomas Tarduno came back to the scene and admitted he started the fire. After interviewing Anthony about why he did it, he said he did it because he was drunk and he does stupid things when he's drunk. He said that he <laughs> saw the cop car and he just decided to put it on fire. He said it didn't have to be the cop car. He said it could have been any car. So it could have been your car. could have been anybody's car. It just so happened to be a cop car. He said he came back out because he felt bad. Saw the cop, hold on himself, and now he's facing two counts of arson. So, so what was your first thought when you when you read this story? You probably used to it. I mean, you live in Florida. You probably see more of these stories than anybody else. All right. So, yeah. I mean, this that's again the Florida man because it's good sensationalism. It's good news. Like it's good enjoyable, and that's where we are as a society. That's good enjoyable news to watch. Right. No, nobody, but but nobody died. There was no shot. Right. There's no political rant about it. It's just just a dumb thing. Just a dumb, stupid thing. And then the guy told on so, himself. Like that's enjoyable. So I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, like my first thought, right? First thought I had was, damn, this dude has the same name as me. That sucks. <laughs> and then <laughs> I was like, oh, you're making Anthony's look bad, right? And then my second thought was definitely had to be a white dude. That 100% unequivocally, without ever thinking about it, the first thing that popped in my mind is that's a white dude. And let me start Didn't even have to see a picture. Didn't even have to see a picture. Nah, never. Never. Number one, his name got too many names. That's big. That's a lot of big names for us. Right. And then number two, before anybody says says anything, my dad is black and my mom, she's Italian. She's She's white. Right, yeah. so I'm 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 a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a biracial person. When I say that, I'm not saying any kind of any kind of prejudice or any of this racial stuff. I'm just saying like I from from dealing with lots of cultures, it's definitely a white dude. But when I read that he um when I saw what did he do? He like he actually felt bad. Right, he felt bad and went and went. <laughs> he felt bad about it. He called himself a um a professional arsonist. Right, a professional that arsonist. Shit. That's that that shit blew my mind, and I was like, "This dude felt he felt bad about it." I, he could have got away I, with it though, because he, he didn't have to do he, he didn't have to do right, a cop car. Right? It could have been it could have been any other kind of vehicle, man. But he chose a cop car, and I, I I wish I knew what was going on in his head. But but like I said, my first thought was it, it was it was a it was that Jack. That's what was yeah. It was, it was knocking some back, and he said, "You know what? Fuck it. Somebody right. got to pay." Somebody's got to pay for our suppression. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, he got tired of that, man. He wanted some what was he drinking? man thing. What was he drinking? Uh, he, uh, you know what? <laughs> he was drinking white claws, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you then know he walked. Well, he was drinking. He was drinking white claws. That shit make you apologize. And that that shit definitely <laughs> make you apologize because white white, white claws should apologize for making it. The white claws should apologize for making them. In fact, the thing about white claws is people don't know this. White claws are just Zimas in a can. For <laughs> all your listeners that don't know what Zimas are, look that shit up. It's like a gay sprite. Now you, now you showing our age because we know what Zimas are for sure. We know. Yeah, you. When you laughed at, I was like, yeah, we the same age. Yeah, we the same age. We know what Zimas are. They don't. They don't know what that, that shit is now. They got white Zima. claws. They got Trulies. They got the that uh, seltzer water. The alcoholic yeah. seltzer water now. Fancy names. They got all that. Same liquid trash, different container, man. That right. is horrible, bro. The, 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 now, not in case you get some white claw sponsors, I, I'll change my tune, but now nah, here's a, ain't nobody got here's a question though. Year. So he went and did it, did the deed, went back in. Did he did he have another drink to make him feel bad? That's a question. <laughs> right, right. Like, what was the tipping point 
that made him go, that wasn't cool. That wasn't cool. <laughs> was it another you know drink? I mean? Or did he just say, but, fuck it, damn, that wasn't cool? That wasn't cool. I don't think it was another drink, man. I don't think it was another drink. I think somebody said, you did what? <laughs> <laughs> you better go apologize. You got to go fix that. Because that's what those people do. You remember Let after me. January 6th, it was a lot of people that, that stormed the Capitol and then went online and then posted pu like public apologies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now nah, they posted yeah. public apologies when they was about to be on their ass about going to jail. Donald exactly. Trump ain't back. I apologize. And that's why I think my man, I think my man was like, oh shit. Uh <laughs> I better, I better, I better go apologize. Right. So yeah. But the fact like, that he was the fact that he was drunk, intoxicated, as he said, but was able to come up with enough intelligence to know how to burn the car down. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know that I could just walk by in car and know it instantly how I could blow it up. Uh, yeah, man. Like he had definitely done it before. So when he said that he was a professional arsonist, the fact that he put the trash like kind of up under the car and then he, what he put some trash in the gas. in the gas tank. <laughs> we live in a society now. You know who else should get arrested? Whoever was watching this shit. Because we right. live in a society where, like, you know, somebody was like, "This dude is about to burn a car down." And exactly. Watching. Somebody, somebody had those to see people it. also. Need to get right. Those people also need to be talked to, man. Uh, I'm gonna tell you. So we're playing and talking, but on a serious note, man, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. About to put on my father pants, my big boy pants. Uh, that's an act of terrorism, man. Hundred percent. It's an act of terrorism. And 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 you know, I do stupid things when I'm drunk. Is a is a as a as an answer to that. Speak to the disease of alcoholism. Yeah, I believe yeah. it. I know uh, about that. First. Right on. Yeah. For my, for my, yeah, it's a disease. So I believe that 100%. And then also the fact that he could do that shit so brazenly speaks to the privilege that he has in this country. 100%. Uh, uh, in this nation. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I uh, <laughs> that you can, that you can go burn a cop car or any car in general yeah. in the public. Yeah. Not only that, but he was only a few blocks, if not a block away from the bar. So the cops, Rough. they could have been in the bar. We don't know <laughs> where the cops were, not Rough, watching their right. car, obviously, and then walk right and, back into the bar. And then, and then pay attention to this too. For everybody that's saying things like, because I, 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 I just, I just actually, I went to a show. Uh, I was at the Tony Baker show uh, in Tampa last week, and I actually sat with a special ops dude and a, and a guy that's like a homicide, like a sergeant, like he, like a detective and he's retiring in a couple of years. That's who I wow. actually was like, yeah. That, and I, I'm not a fan of either. I asked the guy, I said, let me ask you, cause we were having a candid conversation. And I was like, let me ask you, man. So like, truthfully, are y'all the biggest gang in, 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 in the world, right? Y'all the biggest gang. <laughs> he was like, he was like, and he, and he was like, yeah, he was like, we're the biggest gang in the world. So, like, on one hand, where um, I see with this guy, I can, he, he, that, that disease had him, man. Uh, and on the other hand, it's, it's, a, it's definitely a form of terrorism. What is the, the, the worst thing that you've done drunk or the craziest thing you've done drunk? Oh, man. All right. So the, the craziest thing, the worst thing I've done uh, was uh, I also set a cop car on fire, but they gave a white man the credit first. No, uh, the the um, <laughs> the the craziest thing, the worst, the worst thing. I say the worst because this is pretty crazy. It it gets bad. Like there's levels to it. But the worst was I left my homeboys. I was messed up, and I chose to go with this lady. Right, we came there together. We was an hour and a half away from home, going to this club. We drove an hour and a half to get to this club. Me and my partner went there together. I hooked up with a chick when I was there and left my man at the club. And what I mean by <laughs> left him at the club, 
I mean, like I left him, left him at the club. He ain't all right. Nah. No, no, no. He had the car. He had the car. I went with her. So while he was stranded, though, I had all the money. <laughs> okay. Like we was broke. We was broke dudes, right? So like I had the bread. I was the one that got paid. I was like, yo, we go to the club. I got it. You take that. that. He's like, all right, I got the money. I left him there, man. Stranded. So he couldn't get overnight. no drinks. He couldn't get Bro, nothing. No drinks, no water. He barely <laughs> made the tolls home. Like back to the house, back home in Orlando. He barely made the tolls home. And I was faded and, and, and drunk and got with this girl. I had a one-night stand. Kids, if you're listening, don't do that. It <laughs> <laughs> is dangerous. And I had never and I had never even done nothing like that before. That's completely out of my character. Now, why was that stupid? I'll tell you why it was stupid. Because I didn't have no car. And I right. needed to get my shit together. And you and didn't know so what she like, was planning. Bro, I didn't know what. Well, no, I didn't. And let me tell you something. Nothing says... Uh, uh, doing stupid things when you're drunk, like having your mom have to come and pick you up from your one night stand. <laughs> oh my god, bro! <laughs> my mom, there was no Uber back then, sir. <laughs> there was no, there was no Lyft. There was no friendly to young people. <laughs> it was, <laughs> and I had to use her phone. <laughs> wow! Use, so you I, had her phone. To, I had to use my. She was calling the house phone. You was calling right. Right. Mm. I had to use the one night stand's phone to call my mom's to come and pick me up for my one night stand. So like that's the worst. That's the craziest thing. Or was it By a one way, night stand because of that? Or was it a one night stand just because it was just a one night stand? It was it, it was it ended up being a one night it was, it was supposed to be a one night stand because of that. Like we were supposed to hang out and get out of there and go back and get with my partner and go back home to Orlando. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I but the liquor had me, man. You know, brown liquor. Hennessy, I don't know right. why we drink this. This shit. If I'm gonna be real with you, Hennessy tastes like a liquid flip flop. I don't know why <laughs> people drink this. It, it's it's horrible, not good, man. It's not good at all. It's we, not we good. Love it. We love. But we push it. Drink a couple ice cubes. National black drink is Hennessy. Hennessy, yes, sir. and we and we just predisposition to the shit. And right. it's trash. It's like chicken. It's horrible. It's just like chicken. Fried chicken, by the way. You got to be specific. Well, we can bake yeah, you're it. Right. But we can make any type of chicken. Like Dave Chappelle said, had I known I was pre-genetically disposed of like a chicken, then I wouldn't have to worry about yep. it. Bro, I never, because of that, when Dave Chappelle said that, that was the awareness that I had of fried chicken and like liking it. <laughs> I swear, and I stopped eating it. I was like, I don't, I don't want to eat this no more. <laughs> and everybody says everything tastes like chicken. Yep, but I relapsed. <laughs> you went back to it. Of course. Man, Popeye's is great. I got Popeye's where you at? Oh, yeah, we got Popeyes, we got Bojangles, KFC, whatever you want. I ain't never had Bojangles before because I really thought they was really, like, that was touching a nerve. I wasn't really. <laughs> That's another <laughs> podcast. That's another podcast. Yeah. We, so what's our final thoughts on uh, on uh, Florida man here? Current current uh, Florida man. <laughs> this, 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 my man, Anthony. <laughs> Anthony yeah, my Carbone, man, Anthony. What's his name? Turdome. Turdome, <laughs> Turd there we go. Uh. Uh, and man, listen, you not, you not, don't brag to people that you're a professional arsonist if you just gonna turn yourself <laughs> in. I know you're proud of your work, but you're not gonna get a lot of work doing that. That's number one, <laughs> right? And number to. two, right? And number two, man, drinking. If you're drinking by yourself like that, man, stop that. Get 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 some help, get a, man. Designated drinker. You need to right. You need to get somebody next to you who's gonna be like, I know you. 
was thinking we should go burn some cars down after this, but we shouldn't. We should probably but just we should. go. We should probably we should go to probably, the Waffle House. Probably go to the Waffle House. Get designated yourself drinker. a designated drinker. That's it. Get that's, you a that's designated the drinker. Get you a designated drinker. Please. That's where I'm at with it. Figure that yes, out. Please. That's, what, that's where I'm at. I please. agree. I'm 100. Get yourself a des don't, designated don't, drinker. Don't be like Anthony. Don't be like Anthony. He's not no. a good example. And what is up with these people <laughs> telling on themselves? Like, I don't know if you listened to my last podcast last week, man, but the 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 man from Georgia who got on Facebook and the sheriff's office asked about the top ten, like top ten criminals, and he said, "What about me?" And they went and picked him up in an hour because yeah. he had two warrants. I'm like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> man, most, of these, most of these people, man, it's because, like, and, and I know we, we're chilling, but like, it is definitely or 100% because of the fact that we live in a social media society. Like, you know how no good, like, they say all news is good news, all press is good press, and all of this. That's extending over to these folks who have mental illness, who have substance abuse issues, who things are kind of right and not necessarily right for them. So they're like, what about me? Because they want to be, they right. want you rather be infamous than, than not heard of. Right. Do you that's know what that, I mean? That's that, that's that social media age we live in through. That's another podcast. We get into that too. I can talk for hours about that. Just because I come from an era, you probably do too, that, that we didn't have the social media, right? I come before internet. You know, when Google was right. like, what is, what is Google? <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. we could get into right. that even more, man. But but that's the final thought, man. Get yourself a designated drinker. Uh designated drinker. Get if you, you can't drink alone, get yourself a get your DD. Get your designated yeah. drinker. Don't, so let's don't get drink alone. Don't do or it. Get, get you a DD. Get your DD. All right. Yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. get to the second drink, story. We already done drink on Zoom. Shit. Drink, <laughs> drink on Zoom for sure. <laughs> You ready for this one? Go big or go home. This transgender teacher in Canada has sparked a protest after turning up to classes with these breasts. Some call them clownish breasts. We have both an educator and a parent joining us on the Factor Uncensored tonight to talk about the breast or the teacher. No one, I, I would assume, on this panel is against people living the life they want to, transgender, what have you. But when you took a look at this picture in this video of this teacher mm -hmm. walking around the campus like that, your thoughts on that? You know, I'm gonna be honest, I was very shocked. Um, and I, I was like, oh, we gotta be, that's a little risque. Um, you know, in your private uh, quarters, I think that's appropriate. But for kids, we have to be careful because it's I think it's the parents choice on. Let me say it like this. Everybody have have their rights, but we got to know when to implement that. And so just looking at her dress code, the dress code just wasn't appropriate. So we got to be we got to be careful. <laughs> And be it could be a major distraction to children in school. Absolutely. Um, Lewis, let's hear from you on this. I, I thought it was embarrassing. There's got to be a gender rights uh, activist out there shaking his or her head right now. I mean, this goes way overboard. That was a gross caricature of a woman. And to see the nipples protruding. All right. So you just heard the story for uh, this crazy story in Canada. So we're going to kind of get into this here. A school board has stood pat on its support for a transgender teacher who sparked protest after pictures went viral of the teacher sporting huge clownish Z-sized prosthetic <laughs> breasts and nipples back in September operating a cut saw. And I, I don't know if you saw the, the video and, and pictures, but we'll get into that. <laughs> I hope you did. I sent it to you. Oh, the, teacher, <laughs> the teacher goes by the name Kayla Lemieux, I believe that is, 
reportedly identified as a man as recently as a year ago, but now identifies as a woman. Since the viral pictures, there has been constant backlash from parents and, and code of conduct rules have come into play, but the school has been quick to support Ms. Lemieux uh, since the very beginning, some back, since back since September and currently. Uh, but here recently, things have really gotten heated because the school has gotten bomb threats and gun threats, uh, which is strange in Canada, but gotten bomb threats and gun threats that have caused the school to close over the last few months. This has caused lots of concern from the parents and wants the school board to do something about this. Uh, even Ontario's gov governing board um, for, for regulating teachers has told the province education minister that surging controversy over a gender transitioning instructor wearing enormous prosthetic breasts with nipples poking <laughs> from tight clothing should be easy to solve by teachers and the school board following the current guidelines, which I think I think it should be open and shut case, but what it is, <laughs> but whatever. In the report sent by the governing body, they asked that the onus be on the teacher to act professionally and the board's policies should be outlined how employees are expected to conduct themselves. The school board is in turn set to and enforce rules for teachers to follow. Uh, the school says they cannot comment on any complaints unless there is a disciplinary hearing and there's not any, and currently they don't have any hearing scheduled for Ms. Lemieux. Ms. Lemieux has not been in school for, for the past few months, actually, due to a foot injury. She sustained skydiving with a porn star currently. <laughs> it hasn't been confirmed that the foot injury was from that, but that's what's been speculated is that she got it skydiving with a porn star. So as recently as two days ago, parents have gotten together and discussed legal action for the safety of the kids, including uh, suing the school, suing the teacher. I don't know that they could sue the teacher, but suing the school. One parent, one parent said her kids are extremely scared to go to school and it's distressing when students were told to stay home because of bomb threats. Students were also threatened with suspension if they took any pictures of the teacher without her consent, which they currently have been doing a lot. Like a lot. <laughs> lately. So let's get into this, man. What was, what was your first thought? First of all, did you see the picture? Yes, yes, yes. I, I saw the, I saw the pictures, uh, and I, I saw the I, I watched the video. I'm so funny because I, you know, I, I you know my first thoughts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that that shit is it's ridiculous, man. The right, right, right. That's my huge. first thought. Big old eraser nipples. Don't right. even like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the boobies are huge. The whole shit is the whole shit is ridiculous. ridiculous. I was like. What? Now I did read something a little further, and I don't know. Are you going to touch on it? The whole thing about nah, it. Uh, nah, go ahead. Okay. We go. We gonna touch on it as we go. Okay. Then so just huge, huge boobies, way too huge. And to me, it was um from from a from from a comedy standpoint, from a comedian standpoint. The first thing I thought was this is satire. Right, hundred percent. You would you you nail it on the head. I, I'm saying this dude is tr or I'm sorry this woman is trolling whatever they would like to be called is trolling for sure for sure trolling 100 they well, know that is absolutely ridiculous ridiculous right right so i think this person is guilty of some things i think this person is guilty of like anything that's taking taking them away and i say this person because i'm not i'm i'm not one that's gonna do it up you remember when you was a kid and you will put the child around your neck you tie that shit you fly around your house right yeah, exactly. And you be Superman? Right. Okay. And moms let you be Superman, right? Right. And you jump off the chair and you fly and you Superman. And you run around and you're doing things and you're Superman. But right. if you went up there and jumped off that roof and tried to fly, she's going to be like, get your ass down here. You're not well, Superman. I, to I told not, you. Right. We're not playing no more. Right. So my, my thing is, is if you want to put, you know, the, the big Dolly Parton boobies on and do all of that, 
<laughs> and be and play and be that as fun. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say this person. I'm not gonna play. I don't want to play right. like that. Cause you're not. Exactly. Cause scientifically, right? Scientifically, you're not. Your chromosomes and stuff ain't. Your thing, your thing. You want it's not, but you're not. You're not that. I can't. I can't pretend. I can, I don't have to. I don't have to. And I don't. I don't think that's right. As a strictly, my, if if we're talking strictly professionalism, as in any right. job, you're you're a comedian, but then you also have, you know, you also have another job that you do. You know, there's code and context and professionalism that you need to do. Exactly. If he wants to put on these huge Z-size clownish breasts, fine. Do it where you would like to do it, but not in a school with with kids, because you you clearly know that you're trolling. Because a, a transgender right. uh, man, uh, which one is it? A one, tra- transgender woman, uh, a, a woman wanting to be, you know, want, wanting to be a, a transitioning man cannot walk around with a huge penis in school. That would that would kick them out immediately. Not not like obnoxious, like just a completely exaggerated, like a John Holmes, like swing it over your shoulder, fully like or 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 like even mildly erect. Because if you look at those photos, them bad boys is out there, and the nipples is just very uh, accusatory. They're very poignant. They're, <laughs> they're very poignant. They're, they're and, like you get it, and they're out, and that's why I said like you can be transitioning and have prosthetic breast if you would like but you know what you're doing with these clown shaped huge z size prosthetic boobs with the nipple and you're wearing tight shirts too and right. in the video like when the parents were in the town hall and they were screaming about their kids and stuff like that and a lot of the parents were actually to be fair in the video they were saying we don't really care about your transitioning what we care about is the, the threats that we're getting from the school and he was right. He was actually standing right next to the parents, like giving them the mic. He was talking to the mic and he was passing over the mic to them. He was talking to the mic and passing over. I'm like, to him, it's to me, it seems like it's clearly a game. The guy's clearly trolling because he because you couldn't. There's no way that that school board would allow someone to come in with a huge penis. It would be the equivalent of a huge penis just it, with with kids. There's no way they're going to do it. They would do they would not allow that. And Ontario's governing board, they already told, like this is they they said like this is an easy problem to fix. It should be easy for the school board or and the teacher to fix it. Yeah, because this doesn't have anything to do with the stuff that has the world in an uproar with transgender folks and and no. what we said. The way. This is this is right or wrong, do or don't. This is professionalism versus like you can't treat everything like a a moment to be. Well, I'm doing this because I'm free and I'm living out loud. This has nothing to do with that, man. This is an institution of learning, and that's being disrupted, halted, and altogether stopped. Plus, what are you teaching these kids? Like, if I'm not mistaken, this person is a shop teacher? A shop teacher. He's in there in the video. He's cutting, like, some wood with the, the boobs just, like, like, right. like poking out almost near the what? saw. One of the parents pointed what? out that that's a, a, a safety hazard. A hazard. You don't want to get that. That should explode. That's confetti. Don't nobody want on. Them. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? That's not. <laughs> so there's a lot to it where just all, all in all, again, what I, I see with this part, this person's, what, what's the name she goes by? What'd you say it is? L- L- is Kayla Lemieux. That's a, first off, can I say that's a sexy name? <laughs> I think that was the point. I think that's that was a the point. Name. Well, here's the thing. I think that was Your the name point. got a match too. Your name got a match too. <laughs> Right. The first, the first thing that the first thing that I saw, like when I when I showed my wife this picture, she's Canadian. I showed her this picture. She thought she was like, "Why would you want to do that? Like boobs are heavy." She's like, "His back, like or her her back, or why would you even want to do that?" And he's like, or I keep saying he, they, or whatever they would like to be called, is only six. It's six three, 
So they are a huge person. So I'm right. not sure he's worried about that. Or they they are worried about that. But not only that, it's, it's people suffer behind this. People's jobs, people's kids. And you saying that they got, yeah. And, and like the threats of violence? The, the threats of violence the, is what's crazy to me. Like, the, but like. They, parents though. And I understand. And I'm currently about to be a parent. And yeah. so I don't have any kids now, but I'm currently about to be a parent. And I get what they're saying. I, I look, I'm I'm all for people doing what they want to do because ultimately I don't care. As long as it's not directly, you know, involving me, I don't care. We get to involve in other people's kids and, and in my kids. And then also about the fair play, because I know 100 percent that the, the school board is not gonna allow a woman woman transition into a man to walk around with a huge penis in their pants in in school. There's no way. Women it's women it's not gonna happen. So the fact that they're you know, supporting. I realize they want to support whatever inclusivity, diversity, and you know, transgender, all that kind of stuff like that. I think you can do that while also enforcing your code of conduct rules. I worked for Dell Computers for about six years. There was a person. This was probably 2016 and 15. It wasn't as nearly in the public eye prevalent uh, in 2016. And there was a person there who uh, was a man. But he, he, I don't believe he was transitioning. He was just a man who liked to dress like a woman. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays, he would dress like a woman. And on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, he was dressed like a man. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays, he would go into the women's bathroom. And on Wednesdays, you know, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, he would go into the men's bathroom. Dale was like, look, you need to choose one. You can't go into both. You have to decide which one you want to be. Because you, they were getting complaints about you know women not being feeling safe in the bathroom with them. They were like, choose one. We don't care if you're just like a woman, but you need to choose one. You can't just be switching it up. And that that was Dale's you, policy. You know that was Dale's policy. So I don't think why? it's beyond the realm of can't of the school tell him to accord, to to dress according to school policy and uphold to those without being aggressive about his transgender. Like they don't have to tell him not to be transgender. Just why do you have to wear huge Z-size prosthetic clownish boobs with nipples the size of dollar bills? Like I don't uh, like what is like what's they the look point? Like here? Legos. They look right. like Legos. Like, like, what is Lego right. Like what what are you what is your point? Right. Like, what, what women are you, are you seeing doing out? this? Uh, on that point, you're saying yeah. the fact that you're saying you're not being what what you perceive to be a woman is because I you don't see Women other than porn stars or someone doing Saint Tire or comedy or something wearing huge clownish sized breasts in public in front of children. Like that's not what women are doing. Not where I'm from, not where I've seen. I haven't seen women doing that. And not, and not, and not just children, shit, other adults. Like we're 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 just big children. That's why we're the ones in the uproar. That's why we're the ones threatening and like blow the school up and shit like that. Like way beyond they, what needs to be you know what I mean? What's happening to those cats? Who's getting at them? Sure, this dude's messing up your kids psychologically. And then the kids but are getting threatened to be suspended if they're taking. But if the kids are being threatened to be suspended if they take pictures, which they already have, or they've been doing it right. for months. The kids are being suspended if they take any pictures or anything without her consent. Uh, you know, without their consent. But these are teenagers. Like, <laughs> what are you gonna? What are you gonna? You gotta tell a teenager to not to take a picture when their whole life is around social media and pictures and stuff like that. 
Of course they're gonna those think kids, they those kids are being victimized. Those are the real those are the those are the real like people that's being victimized in this situation. You damn straight they're gonna take pictures. You got a whole society that done told people and told kids and young adults to live through their devices, to live through their cell phones. So they're gonna take pictures. Cause how else can they understand and how else can they express what's going on? My son, when he was in high school, seen a, a, a student coming at him who was uh, you know, transgender or just in that space. So it was a dude and the dude was dressed as a female and had everything going on. And my son said he had never seen that up close and personal. He'd only right. seen it through his phone and his device. And the shit caused him to stand still in his tracks in the hallway. Like he, it, it, it messed him up. He went to the bathroom and called his bro at another school. Like, you don't believe what they're doing over here. So right. like, right. imagine that's on a continual basis. So now what's my son learning? What's his friends learning? When we was in school, wasn't it certain stuff you couldn't do because it disrupted the class? Certain oh, ways you, you couldn't, couldn't have no cell phones. You couldn't, cell phones. You couldn't have done purple hair. You could have blue hair and shit because it was a it was a disruption of class. Right. Right. But but the person that's supposed to instruct you, the person that's supposed to be uh, or have some sort of sound mind, this person, uh, some sort of guidance for your kids, this to get hired for this, this person is over here with fake titties on and telling people. <laughs> Like, don't take pictures of me. Clown-sized boobs with right. huge ass nipples and tell people not to take pictures of you. You clearly want people to look at you. They clearly want people to look at them. I kept looking. Right, like of titties. course. Right, it's, I like they, they're they're huge. I'm gonna put the link up in in in, uh, in the podcast episode. Like it's it's ridiculous. And this is going on for like a a couple of months now since September. It's not gonna go away. I mean, and then the and then the teacher is not even teaching right now because their leg is messed up because they're doing skydiving with porn stars. Like they they're clearly wanting to be in the news. The the fact that the school board, like all, I feel like the all the parents are asking is to have the teacher be professional and code of conduct. Your governing Ontario board uh, of regulating teacher told you like this should be an easy shut and close case. Like they should dress accordingly to professionalism. If you want to wear clownish boobs. Wear them at your house or in a in the grocery store or with your friends or wherever you like to wear them. But when you're in a professional environment with children and you're supposed to be when the focus should be the education of the kids, we shouldn't be talking about your prosthetic boobs. He went to the he went to the the kids recital and sat in the front row and the he front. had he had no kids in the recital and no right. students in the recital and they they sat in the front row. So they clearly know what they're doing. Right, right. Yes, sir. In in any other circumstance, in any other circumstance, that person would have been looked at as a creep. So they asked them to leave. Because if if it was any other person that did that, they would have been looked at, like you said, as a creep. But they eventually did ask ask them to leave because they didn't. And the point that they were trying to make once again was taking away the problem from those 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 students in that school. Hundred percent. So, you wanted it, I mean, you wanted I, the spotlight. Yeah, I believe I believe in the case of Titty Gate. I believe that the parents one hundred percent have a case. Disrespecting your job, your professionalism, your your actual work that you that you're skilled in, um, and you and you fucking excuse me for like a better words, but you messing up a bunch of kids. You messing up these right. kids' lives. And, and, and in my like case. In my case, my final thought is, look, uh, I don't really care what you do with your genitalia. I have to be honest with you, it doesn't affect me. So I don't really, you won't cause me to lose sleep. If it was my kid, then that's a different story. But also, if there are people, you're making it harder for transgender people, really, that are really trying to transition and do it the, you know, do it the way that doesn't cause so much attention on themselves, a way that you're trying to cause, you're trying to cause an issue, you're trying to cause 
a, a distraction. This is clearly trying to cause a distraction. 100%. Every time we're trying to do something as a, as a people, as a culture, black and brown people, we get that one that jumps out the window and does some old singing like, oh, damn it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? Like, the, the, damn it. They're clearly you know? trolling. They're clearly trolling. Right. They, they know that these clown ass Z-sized boobs with the, and they're wearing tight, tight, tight shirts in front of kids at the school. They clearly know what they're doing. They're trying to cause a distraction and they're trying to make a story. I believe with 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 that group with the letter people, the LBGTQs, pluses, AIs, all those folks. All of them. I think they, I think they should recognize. I think they should rec- regulate their people. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. There should be a, the same people, the same people that, that that wanted to have a conversation with with um Dave Chappelle after that situation with the closer and all of that. That wanted to kind of call a shot and have Dave Chappelle come to them. That yeah. same council should go over there to, to Big Titties and be like, "Yo, listen, right. you're messing this up. You're hundred percent. You got to see some desist this situation. And then we can get back to live like we need to. So, yeah, hundred percent. Because they can get back to the community they live in and what they're trying to do without you causing a distraction. Hundred percent. They should definitely. I think they definitely should step up. Uh, and, yeah. and and it goes with that goes with any community. It goes with the black community, white community. We are gonna get into that. That's the next story. We are gonna yeah. jump into it. Okay, maybe this teacher, this this wonderful person, Kaylee, maybe they went to school when we did also. Because I know when we went to school, there wasn't no hot big titty teachers. There right. wasn't no, they, they <laughs> right. just wasn't, they just wasn't banging like that. Nuh-uh. And maybe he's just, maybe he's just taking matters into his own. Said, <laughs> "Fuck <laughs> it, let me like, let me start the I'm trend. Giving, let me." Yeah, I'm giving back. <laughs> let me start the trend. Let me do some. <laughs> let me do the big titty teachers. But don't take no, no pictures no. though. No, yeah, don't take none. No, you know, you, you know why? To, you know why? You got to come to class. You know maybe it's the way. No. Maybe it's the way to get no. the kids come to class. No, 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 no. no. It could be, could be, because I would show up. I would have <laughs> to build tree houses. So, uh, no, I think, I think what it is is, <laughs> I think what it is is, you, if you take the pictures, you don't got to subscribe to our OnlyFans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to, to see the rest, you got to pay. You, you just come. For you just come to place. school to get. You just come to school get a sneak peek. Well, we're gonna drop the mic on that. We're gonna move to the next story. We're gonna, right, we're gonna get into the next story. So that wraps up Titty Gate. Okay. That's the first time the school acknowledged that teacher using the N word. It also listed 13 steps the board of directors plan to use going forward. The opening paragraph really was like, you know, like a hug. Like, yes, we hear you. This is what happened. It was totally inappropriate. A sigh of relief after weeks of uproar. University Academy sent this email to parents Friday saying an upper school teacher was fired. The first paragraph Carly Mitchell is talking about reads, a completely unacceptable and abhorrent incident occurred in the upper school involving an upper school teacher's use of the N-word in a classroom. The incident not only violated school policy, but also does not represent the standard of of excellence we expect at the school. They actually took ownership in that email versus all the rest of the emails that were kind of dismissive and like, this is not what it is. In the email, the school says two people were hired to do an independent investigation and assessment of the school. It resulted in the teacher's termination. All right, so then you just heard, this is a new story. You just heard, I called the audible to this earlier because I, I read this story like, man, we got to talk about this. So a Kansas City charter school was a large, was with a largely minority student population has fired a white teacher 
who was recorded repeatedly using racial slurs in his class. University Academy officials said in the letter that Johnny Wolf, a history and African-American studies teacher in the upper school, had been fired after an investigation prompted by concerns raised by students and, and alumni had shown that he had used the, the racial slurs several times. The public charter school has about 1,100 students, uh, 96% of them whom are students of color and most are black. Uh, several videos and recordings uh, by the students confronting Wolf about using the racial slur multiple times. Uh, in these recordings, you can hear Wolf saying, you can like it or not, be upset about it if you want to, but ultimately, it's a ridiculous conversation and I'm not going to stop saying it. So they held a town hall, the community, about the racism at the school. So not just about Mr. Wolf, they held it about racism at the school. I thought that was interesting. Uh, and they asked for a petition to demand Mr. Wolf be fired. So after the investigation, they ended up firing. So what was your first thought after you read this? Who's that gonna put No, I I literally was like my first thought was as as he should have been fired. He should have been fired. One hundred percent. I think he should have been fired for his response because there's better ways he could have handled it. He didn't have to say the full word. You could have said the N word. It's said every day. You don't have to say the the full word. And then if you happen to say the full word. In front of the students, after you're confronted, just don't do it anymore. Just say the N word, whatever. But that's why I think he should be fired. Not for okay. Listen, I believe that somebody says to you, "Yo, that hurts me. Don't do that." And you keep doing that. That's where you got to kind of, you know. And I don't care right. what it is. We get wrapped up in the fact that this the N word, right? This word that has been this enigma in our society. When it's not, it, it's really as simple as, "Yo, don't say that word." You right. cannot say that word. You Haircut. can't say that word. We shouldn't even say that word like that, to be completely honest with you, man. 100%. Like, to be I don't say it like that. Right, right. But, like, even if you do, that's not something that we have it, Don't say it. Like, if you are anything but black or brown and in that, in that come from that culture and that experience, don't say it. It's not. There's a friend of mine. She's so cool. Uh, she's a... Um, you know what? I don't even know what her nationality is. I'll be calling her Mexican all the time, playing and shit. But I think she's from like another South American part. Of it. The point is, is she her thing was she told her her wife. They, they, you know, she told her wife. She said, you know, I don't care that you're cool with aunt. You can't use that word. You can't right. say it. You don't come from that struggle. It's not your word to you. And be clear, clear cut thing. Right. It's that. It's that clear. My issue is why that cat should be fired that teacher because students express hey i don't like that now where i'm from if i you know you and i let you know hey i don't we don't you can't do that and you keep on you might catch a a, a twisted teeth to the face you remember that that <laughs> right they need, twisted teeth. they need to bring that they need to bring that back you need to catch a twisted teeth right across the forehead because these, right. these, these kids i told you i don't I don't you you can't impose your 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 will on me. You're not you're, you can't impose that will on me. If I say to you I don't like this and you still do it, you're you're oppressing me. That's violent. Right. That's uh you you're clearly not listening and you're supposed to be the educator. You're supposed to be the authoritative figure in the room. And I'm telling you right. this is right. This is like not okay for me. Like then then you you and you shouldn't do it. Like you shouldn't you shouldn't do that. I am a you know I, I'm a Washington football fan. The, the football team. I only oh, know them. Okay. I only know them as the Redskins, you know, and it's always <laughs> been like that, right? And then you know, yeah. then it comes to to comes to form that they have they have the name change after all these years because 
you know, it was more so FedEx and mm-hmm. Nike. Once they started taking their money away, then the name changed. I don't agree with right. how they had it went with about their business to change the name, but I don't go and call them the Redskins anymore. Like that's the first time I said it in years. I will only call yeah. them Washington because if there is a chance for someone is offended by it, I, I as a minority know that that if it is offensive to someone, then I don't that I won't say it. Then I just call them Washington Commanders. I just call them Washington or whatever. I, I won't say that name. So if there's a chance that you are in the room and saying something that's offensive to them, that then I'm not going to say it. Like just the last story we just talked about, if I were to meet said person with huge boobs, I, I'm going to address them as Kayla because <laughs> that's what they would like to be called. Yeah. I, I'm not going to call them by their other name. I'm going to address them as Kayla. So if, they, if they're telling the st- teacher not to say the N-word, it should be clear, cut, and dry. Just don't say nigga. Just don't say it. And then just say the N-word. Then be done with it. I also think this responsibility falls on the school. Because you have a predominantly minority school and you have a a, a white man teaching, you know, black history. <laughs> we didn't I, have African American stuff. I read that that's not to cut you, man, but I read that article, okay? And 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 I got other questions about that. Cause like, yeah, he's teaching African American studies. That's what it says, right? It doesn't say history, it's the studies, right? If I'm if I'm not mistaken. I, I might have read it wrong. I might have missed I don't want to miss right. it. Yeah, it was it was yeah, you're right. It was uh it was history and African American studies, yeah. So, so like history universally, we we know what's up with that. If you you know, this is a colonizer's country. This country was founded by colonizers, so you know how the education 100%. is with that. So I don't know if I want to touch on that too much, but I'll say this: um, studying studying um, African culture. Here's the thing, though: <laughs> how do you study African American culture without including the N word or African culture? Period. Right. Period. Um, how do you? Because I don't without, I don't like, go around and say myself. I don't go around and say, call myself African-American because I'm not African. I was never been in Africa and I'm only no. American. So I, I, when people are always no, like, well, how should you handle that? I was like, well, I'm just American. I don't call myself African-American because I'm not African. Maybe my ancestors, but I'm not. And I've never been to Africa. So I just say I'm American because I'm born here. I am American. So I don't say that. But how can you teach, you know, African-American with quotations, African-American studies or African studies that you say, without including the N-word when it was used in a derogatory way to put a certain minority down. So how can you teach that without saying the N-word or or using it in any context? Good, good question. Uh, so with, with my opinion on that is now, if you look at like the way society is now, everybody knows what that word is and isn't. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. So you can teach it without using the word because we all know what it is. And just address the fact that this word exists in our society and this is who can use it and this who can't. What we're having is an issue right. of acceptance. Except, it's like, yo, right. just deal with the fact that this is what this is. But because I've looked at the, I mean, you know, like most of us, man, I've looked at the etymology of, of the word, right? So the word comes from like niggardly, okay? Right, and, niggardly, yeah. That was, the, right, being uppity. Which wasn't, which wasn't originally designed for us but, it just kind of but, turned into it and we accepted it right right so as far as it goes like we i think society we've known enough to where we don't have to say i mean i get what you're saying too how do you how do you say this part and then leave it out i don't think you have to leave it out i just think we had to like clearly go this is what it is this is what it this is, is what this it is. is what it is it's else the same way that, you explain if you it. it's the same way if i talk to an ignorant white person and say well you say it and I would, my rebuttal is I don't say it. Like no, nobody I'm around says it. None of my friends say it. And if they do say it, I correct them because I don't want to be around it. And then it, it, anybody right. I am around 
that says it is not someone that I'm usually around. They just say it in a surprise manner. So I'm not around it. But I would also say to a white person that told me, like, yeah, you, I could say it, but you can't say it. Because if you, if you thought you could say it, go out to the street anywhere you want to and say it and, and see what happens to you. So you know for a fact that you can't say it. You, when you were growing up, you didn't call your mom and dad by their first name. I know I couldn't. My dad would be like, what you, you say? You can't. Right. So you know there's right. things that you can and cannot say. You don't call your mom and dad by your first name. So you know, so, and in fact, you do know that there's words you can, I cannot say. So this is one of those. And that teacher knew that he couldn't say that. He was trying to make a point, and I don't think he cared. So that's that's why I think he was being, should be fired. Not because he said the word, it's because he was trying to make a point. And, he, and if he was an instructor and a teacher, then he know, knows what that word meant. And he was trying to make a point and be a bully. And that's why he should be fired. And also the, the, the school is also held, should be held accountable too, which is why they, they are saying, the cool school saying they're currently going through racial awareness throughout the school because the, the teachers are, it's about 59% white, 39% black, 1% Asian, and like 1% Hispanic. Right. Oh, he's playing the race card. Oh, he's playing the race card. That happened 400 years ago. That happened 500 right. years ago. Yeah. Now, nah. Nah. Now, to play devil's advocate, though, I don't agree with playing the race card all the time. Because me personally, I've been through racism. Because me personally, I wouldn't say, not my opinion, I wouldn't say fake. Because me personally, as I said, the the cop thing I showed told you earlier was just one instance. But there's other instances I've experienced racism before. You know, and uh, as a black man in America, you will probably experience it. But not everything is racist. You're lying if you think everything is racist. Sometimes. People are just assholes, and they just don't like you. They're just assholes. That teacher is an asshole. Just an asshole. That's he's just he's just a plain old vanilla asshole. Just a plain just a old vanilla. Asshole. Just a plain old vanilla asshole. And, <laughs> and not every. The one thing I noticed about that school and being a charter school, those percentages for the teachers, those are those are notable numbers. Yeah, those are absolutely notable numbers. That's a remarkable number when you look at like the volume of the size of the school. We're we're putting this in place now. We're putting this in place now. We're doing this now. Y'all should have been doing that shit. If that would have been if that if that would have been a priority, we gotta have sensitivity training. We gotta have cultural awareness training. Man, you should have been had that shit. How you want to when you especially when ninety six percent of your students are minorities, you should have been had that. Right. So like I don't. That's all BS, man. That's all BS. That would have never came to the forefront if the dude didn't push the issue. You know what I mean? That's that. So he still should get the can for it because he has ideas that he didn't. He didn't respect those people he was teaching. He didn't respect those kids. If you ask me, if I tell you don't treat me that way, you treating me like the same thing you saying you're trying to teach me about. Right. You you know what I mean? You you treating me like that? And he was. He was. Hundred percent. That's a hundred percent. So he got to go. Right. That's my 100%. And then I, I do want to double back to this real quick, man. Listen, the race card shit is... <laughs> Crazy. Crazy to me. So look, well, I don't want to touch on it, man, because we'll go forever about that. Uh, we'll go I, forever, I, I but you. I'm going to just give you... We, we'll, we'll, we will. We, we we had a great show, though, man. I loved it. But, man, we'll we'll touch on it. We can, we can get on that. And I'm going to have you on the podcast and some, some other stuff, man. This was fun. But, I, I like I said, I've experienced racism. And, you know, I it was a New Year's that I went to go and get my hair cut right before New New Year's and I walked up into a sports clips and, and the woman told me they didn't cut black people hair. And I said, okay. And you know, it's New Year's. I didn't really think nothing of it. I'm like, okay, you don't cut my hair. I'm just going to go and find somebody else to can. So I just walked up out of there. Had that been 2022, 
Man, they would have pulled a phone out. They would have reported, put it on the news and all that kind of stuff. You know, back then, I wouldn't think about that. Man, I'm like, shit, you can't cut my hair. Let me go find somebody that can. That right. is racist. You know what I mean? You can't cut black people hair. And the reason why it's racist is because that's a lie. Because all barbers know that when you go to barber school, they teach you how to cut all people's hair. All, all right. people's hair. There's not a barber that I've ever met in my life that, that said that when you go to school, they don't teach you how to cut everybody's hair. So they definitely do. So that was clearly racist. But I moved on with my life and found somebody else to cut my hair. But not everything is racist. When that person said to you, we don't cut black people's hair, that was a person with not a lot of education who didn't know how to articulate to you that, yo, you're not going to get the service that you want here. Right. Right. Now, if it's in the bylaws, if it's in the conduct code of conduct that they don't cut black people's hair, then I stand back. I stand corrected. It's not racism. If, if it's say like right there in the handbook page, uh, page six, uh, A B right there, we don't cut black people hair. I stand correct. It's not racism. That's by law. That's that's in the handbook, no. sir. And, and like I said, that's a different type of podcast than what we're doing here. But that's a different discussion we can definitely have sometime as well. We might even put that on another podcast and just specifically dive into that kind of stuff like that when when the time comes. But but what do we? Yeah. But what is our final story on this teacher here? I I agree with him being you know fired. I put some of this on the school, you know, you know, damn well, you probably shouldn't have him uh, teaching African-American studies uh, without being more racially sensitive. At the very least, he should have been through racial sen- sensitivity training after he was told to stop using it. Then he continued to do it. That's like that's on the school. I think that's my final thought. Like I put I put like 30 percent on the teacher because he white white people don't know unless you tell them and and 70 percent on the school. Because they got a 96% predominantly uh, minorities, and you didn't know, and you're just now going through racially sensitive training. That's, where I got, I, that's, that's my final my thought. Eyebrow went up. That's why my eyebrow went up. So, yeah, that's why I was like, wait a minute, they just now doing that? Yeah, that means that means somebody's been called some shit, and somebody has, ex- has experienced some racial shit within that institution and hasn't said anything about it, hasn't blown a whistle about it. Because it's yeah. just it's just that's just how society works. Uh, I agree with you one hundred percent. My man should get my man should be fired based on the pimples of pushing the issue like that. But little when those 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 students. You know, we use the word kids as propaganda sometimes to get people to pay attention. Hundred percent. You know. Um, but but those students, right? That was a lot of bullshit that they were subjected to. Uh, that they 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 shouldn't have been at all. And and again, now you're looking at like, okay, well, here's where is here's a breakdown, here's a degradation in, in in our educational system, which leads me to look at like you said, the the actual charter school itself. And yeah, yeah, man, they they should definitely be blamed for. That. That's why they're working so hard now. I think there's a lot of like-minded people saying, well, wait a minute, the institution is the one to blame. And that's why you see all of these radical steps that they did in the first place. But to me, that's just a cover-up job. You know what I mean? Him, he not going that's through no right. sensitivity training. He'll be in another school in, another, in a year or so. Yeah. We know that. Yeah, right. no, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's true. So we're so we going to end it on that, man. I appreciate you coming through. This is an amazing show. I had a really good time with you. I'm definitely having my man Aunt Rand's back on. It's it, Yeah. It, it was been a great show. Was, we actually got some real talking in, in this episode as well, man. So uh, anything you want to leave us with, anything you got coming up uh, that we can check you out in? Um, You know what? You know what? Right now, I just want to say, like, likewise, thank you, man. Definitely have me back uh, whenever, man. I'm ready. Uh, I got some shows coming up in Florida. So if any of you guys feel like coming out here and, and learning Florida Man or seeing Florida Man at, at firsthand. You know what's funny is that 
the alligators was the big thing, right? Everybody wanted to see alligators and stuff in beaches when they got here. Now people want to see Florida man. People want to see <laughs> it's a, it's it's a new uh, uh, thing. So if you guys uh, are in the area in Florida, Orlando areas, Tampa areas, I'm, I'm gonna be out here to look for my posts. Uh, other than that, man, just follow me on all social medias, uh, IG, uh, Instagram, or, or follow me on Facebook. I'm on all of that, and it's Ants Rants, A-N-T-S-R-A-N-T-S. Rhymes is nice and simple. Follow me and let's chop it up. Let's let's get to work. But nothing really other, other than like some shows I got coming up in New Smyrna. Uh, I got some New Year's Eve shows that are coming up on the beach. Those are those are fun. So yeah, okay. that's what I got going on. Sounds like great, man. I wish I could uh could get down there, but my my pregnant wife, I don't know how much we can move, man. But I would love to see a show. Funny, funny man. Uh, check him out uh, on Instagram as well. And uh, I'll definitely have you back on the podcast, man. This was real fun. I had a good time doing it. So we'll definitely might see him. Uh, be on a couple more shows here here soon. So uh, appreciate it again, man. And uh, we'll let you get back to it. And I appreciate you guys joining. And uh, that'll do it. We'll wrap it up with that. That will do it for today's show, folks. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did in making it. Uh, thank you to my guest, Anthony and Saran Starks, for coming through and helping me out today. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Check him out if you're in Florida. He has a couple of shows, uh, New Year's. Also, follow him on Instagram as well. And uh, look out for him on this show again. And last but not least, I want to say thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you enjoyed today's show, please like, rate, and review us on Apple and Spotify or anywhere that you can. Get your podcast subscribers will get exclusive content including being a guest on future shows and remember if you didn't see it then i did we out what the hell did russell uh simmons used to say at the end of death jam thank y'all for coming god bless you good night <laughs> <laughs>